wafting across the pastoral vistas of the new basement studios by the lake, this is the Atlantic Voice Podcast, 3,000 Miles of Opinion. This is Atlantic Voice Podcast, I'm Zef. And I'm Eric. This is part two of the annual summer movie preview special. If you have, uh, if you are a fan of the channel, you listened to us a couple of weeks ago, uh, and now we have returned to, to carry out the rest of the summer. Yeah, we're not even going to bother. I'm not going to bother explaining all the scoring system. If uh, you know, listen to the couple first couple of minutes, the other one. But I am because you might have someone who just tuned in for the first time. We're going to preview the films of the summer by looking at just the the trailers. We don't actually we don't have actually see the whole film. We are not professional critics, mm-hmm. so we 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 watch the trailers. We create a playlist on YouTube that you can find. It's embedded in the blog, and then in in traditional summer movie preview fashion my partner and i make predictions about whether the films will be critical acclaimed financially acclaimed and make any other comments that go on the score sheet in a desperate attempt to hustle points when we compete against each other uh, and total up our scores uh, sometime around november lifetime my partner has won 80 of these things i've won two and one year was a push uh, but hey every year is a new year who says I can't win this year? I do. Okay. <laughs> um, if you listen to the, if you listen to part one, we did we did about six releases from June, uh, including the Flash, Indiana Jones, Transformers. We're now on to July and August. We're going to do the rest of the summer. Let's get straight into it with our first trailer. All right. Our lives are the sum of our choices. Sersney, who's in the very first one, and he's in loads of stuff. Great actor. His fate is written. Also in uh, Shall we write yours too? a uh, Jack and Ryan film. Clear and present danger. No place that I won't go to kill you with that. His This is a little ridiculous because it'd be very hard to find a path to really ride a motorcycle. On but he did it for real because the man's a maniac. Uh, you, you are listening to the trailer for Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible 7 Dead Reckoning, which apparently is part one oh, yeah, that's, of a two-part Mission Impossible film. Yeah. Another one is coming out around June of next year. Um, I guess Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part two, because yeah. this is part one. Do you know what the phrase Dead Reckoning I mean, it's kind of a weird because I think they're using it as a play on words with the no, dead the, the reckoning, dead, dead it's, reckoning it's is it's, it's your it's you know a, it's your it's your it's your event horizon it's your big moment it's dead reckoning yeah this is it it's like a navigation it term oh like, it is and dead reckoning like so they say probably originated from the use of the Dutchman's log a buoyant object thrown overboard to determine the speed of the vessel relative to an object was assumed assumed to be dead in the water. Apparently, the expression deduced reckoning was used when allowances were made for current and wind. So dead reckoning as opposed to, like, inferred reckoning. Okay. I was going to stand corrected, but frankly, I think my explanation just sounds more relevant to a Mission Impossible movie that is about the lead that's, character that apparently... Well, that's Cruise, why it makes, can me I say, it makes can me I, wonder. Can I say, Cruise, Cruise, apparently the plan is these next two, and then he is done with Mission Impossible. I tell you what, his face looks a little funny in this one. That's what they, well, I don't know, yeah. I mean, he is, what, is he 60 now? At least. Still throwing himself around, but again, he can't go on forever, and and we've had this discussion before about Mission Impossible. They have tried to bring in other people, and it's never worked. Mm-hmm. Unlike Batman, unlike James Bond, unlike Spider-Man, this is a this is a one-actor franchise in the way that I, from the last episode, Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. 
like Mission Impossible. So apparently this could be it for Mission Impossible. And from the sound of it, it is taken straight from the current trend of Batman's Bonds and uh, who's the other one? Not Jason Bourne, uh, Wolverine, where it is all about our guy coming to terms with who he is and he mm-hmm. might not make it. Yeah. Um, whereas I think some of the other Mission Impossible movies have been, you know, plot-wise, probably more lightweight. Just the goodies against the baddies. Yeah. So well, this, it's worth noting the last four have been directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Did you say this right? No. Christopher McQuarrie. And, and um, so the other ones were all the prior four where each one had a different director. But had some big names attached. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian De Palma, uh, John Woo, Robert Town, who wrote Chinatown, uh, Brandon Braga and Ronald D. Moore, who worked I mean, who work on the Star Trek franchise. J.J. Abrahams did number three. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. There you go. <laughs> Um, Christopher McQuarrie has been a long-time collaborator. So it's all, they also have the best reviews, by the way. The last four have better reviews than maybe the first, but they, yeah. like their reviews have I was about trended to say, up. M- M- McQuarrie has, he is Tom Cruise's guy yeah. to either, he's been his guy with with the Mission Impossible movies. He's also, he actually, one of his first films that McQuarrie was involved in was, he wrote the script for The Usual Suspects. He's accredited uh-huh. to the usual oh, suspect script. Um, so he's been around, and he tends to be someone that Cruz trusts. They are good friends. Macquarie is listed as a writer for the Top Gun friend, for the last Top Gun movie, because when the script was done, it gets sent out to Macquarie to sort of give it the, this is what Tom might like seal of approval. And I don't mean that in a throwaway way. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those things. It's just that they are of sort of one or two minds. The last Mission Impossible films have been very, very good. The thing's going to make money. The thing's going to be well-reviewed. I, 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 it is interesting. Um, apparently, this is one that has been worked on for quite a while. This was the one that they had to shut down during coronavirus. Right. Wasn't that the one there was like a leaked video? Leaked video. Leaked him yelling at him everyone. Yelling everybody. And, yeah. and, but, but apparently, because it's been a two-parter, they did film them back-to-back, mm-hmm. um, which is something that has been done, but I don't know. Studios have got away from it. I think Harry Potter was a franchise that was famous for doing a couple of episodes together. So Cruz has been doing... I think, let's face it, I think this was all finished and in the can before Top Gun got done. So this yeah, is all this right. has all been done, but it's been. By the way, I meant to mention when you were you were uh, two weeks ago when you were, um, or I thought about it afterwards. You're giving grief to Indiana Jones sure. and how it's like, oh, who's going to go see it? And like, I just one pointed out that the Top Gun made a ton of money and nobody had seen that movie at all since well, the beginning. You know, and most of the people went to there had no idea the first movie like existed basically. And, and that may be legit, but if you wanted to count in the competition, you have to say it at the time. You don't get to come back later and go, oh, I, I meant to write this out the first time. Oh, I, so that's I a legit point. It's but a it's jam. Not, it's yeah, not yeah, for points. Okay. <laughs> But um, but and maybe that's money your wise, um, the money I don't make wa- any jabs unless I, you, I'm scoring. I points. assume we didn't see a budget on this, but like uh, the pattern of the this is kind. Of, there's uh, Wikipedia has an amazing number of charts on this. Movie uh, the budget series. apparently the the Was budget it? the budget for part one is two ninety. Two ninety. That's what it says. That's what it's. That's what Wikipedia is that's claiming. That's a huge jump from uh. The, so like if you look, you can see on the screen right now, the last. Almost everything. The first one was eighty million. Then it was one twenty-five. Then one fifty. One forty-five. One fifty. One seventy-eight. Yeah, but I want to say this: it's actually it's less. Like it, the domestic, the domestic. Like these are these are ostensibly borderline under our regular standard. The domestics are just over those. Like so, the two twenty on one seventy-eight. That's true. That's actually so, very true. So there's a reasonable chance that this does not. If they're really two ninety now. I mean, they would have to get a material jump in their domestic box office, and I'm just not sure that's going to happen, considering the last one was in 2018 when people were still going to movies. Well, you just mentioned Top Gun, and I'm going to say this now about Tom Cruise, who long-time listeners of this have known that I've taken different positions on Tom Cruise in that I feel he's a much underrated actor, in that I wish he'd 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 spent some career doing some other things than just throwing himself off cliffs and hanging onto airplanes. Impressive as that is, I wish he'd done more comedy. I wish he'd done some other stuff. Because I actually do think he's got, he has a wonderful screen presence. I'm going to tell you something that I watched, and I really laughed myself senseless. Um, I don't know if you watch Late Night TV, but James Corden, the mm-hmm. British guy who used to be, used to be on after Stephen Colbert, just yeah. wrapped up his run like he wasn't doing anymore after eight years. 
and I don't watch, but his YouTube channel had come up. And for his last couple of episodes, he'd done, he's done a whole load of things with different stars over the years. But he took, he, he took Tom Cruise to be in The Lion King one night. Was, right, so James Corden has been with Tom Cruise and jumped out of airplanes and all kinds of things. And apparently for his last week of shows, he took Tom Cruise along to a local, like a, the current Broadway production yeah. of Lion King, made Tom Cruise spend the day practicing doing theater. And that night, he and Tom Cruise played, is it the Vark and the other character? Whatever. <laughs> they came out. And Tom Cruise was a trooper of the whole thing. Yeah. And he's sitting, you can see it in his eyes going, no, this is not what I do. I don't stand out on stage in real time. What I'm saying is I think he's a super talented guy. You are right about these numbers. But to my original point, Top Gun didn't just do well. That thing made. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Maybe that, I mean, better because so of it. it was so huge. It was so huge. What I'm saying is I think Top Gun, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise is now at this stage in his career, unlike from last episode, Harrison Ford, he's right in that prime spot where this is as good as it gets. And I think this thing's going to open. I think it's going to be huge. I think part two is going to be huge. And then these will be the last blockbusters of Tom Cruise's career. I know historically these things have just come across in terms of their budget. They've only kind of just made it. But we sort of have a thematic big finish now to this series. It's more than just another one with villains and they're doing this, that, uh, or the other. I tell you one thing: there's no been, chance this ends his stuff. He's going to be wanting to do this stuff still. This, he's not going to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna, again, he's 60. That's not okay. It's barely even old. Okay, but, um, but put that aside. I mean, I, so I'm going to only because I want to make it interesting. I'm going to say financial down, critical success. Okay, I'm, I, I think this is a blockbuster. I think, and I'll say it now. I'm going to say it at the end of the show. I think this is the biggest film of the summer. Ooh, you made a face. Get out of town. Anything else on Mission Impossible before we move on? Uh, nope, I think I covered the topics there. All the usual gang are in it. Simon Pegg, uh, yeah. Ving Rhames. Probably an old uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, and Isai Morales. Yes. That guy's been around. Pavilion. He's Ever. been around forever and been on all kinds <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> and when you look at his thing, you go, oh, he was on that show and he was on he that was show. He was in Ozark. He was the series one villain of Ozark. He was on NYPD Blue for a couple of years. Well, I just, I just saw him. One of those guys is just around and you go, yeah. dang, yep. he's great. Exactly. All right. I don't know what the heck to do with this one. Yeah, it's an ad first. Yeah. It's really making this show. I, I'm, I'm going to write to YouTube or someone about it. Here we go. Beach with a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. I'll beach off with you any day, Ken. Anyone who wants to beach him off has to beach me off first. I will beat this Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Nobody's going to beach anyone off. I don't know. So this is Barbie. The premise is after being expelled from Barbie land for being a less than perfect doll, Barbie sets off to the real world to find true happiness. Margot Robbie is Barbie. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Also involved on screen, Kate McKinnon. I'm just calling out well, names I as I see her see anywhere him. in that, did you? No, John Saner, Michael Sarah, Helen Mirren, Will Ferrell. I just, the list goes on and on. Um, I think, uh, directed uh, by Greta. Plays a Mattel CEO. Directed by Greta Gerwig. 
also involved Noah Baumbach, who has written a whole load of very funny and very good yeah. indie movies, including, if I think correctly, Listen, The Squid and the Whale, which I love. If, it'd be so much easier if they had, they had if they had if they didn't have Greta and Noah. I'd be like, there's no way this is anything, and I don't. I still can't figure out. I, yes, like, <laughs> you know, but I but I guess what they this whole go to the it could be that this trailer may be very misleading. That really most of the movie is the real world part. Like like what happens when they go into the real world and they have this confrontation between right. their like weird innocent plasticness and stuff because this whole thing is like it's all the pre real world part and I don't I don't it's not funny in like, the real world you use your genitals so <laughs> well, but you don't have them if you're a Barbie doll <laughs> if you're a pub but you're, you're uh, but it's like so I don't know man I just do not know so. You know, it's funny, and this is where playing the game, I can't help but, I can't, this is the thing now, because I'm older, and I'm not, there was a time, you know, decades ago, I, I think it was, it was to show my age, it was in the late 80s, there was like, for me, there was a golden era of summers, where something came out, and you could find a reason to go every week, uh-huh. you could go and watch Total Recall, and then Lethal Weapon 2, and then a Batman, and your whole summer but now I'm older and I don't go as much. Yeah. To me, this is the high. This is the highlight of my summer movie is playing this game. I see this film, and my first thought is, this is either going to suck, or this thing's going to be huge. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those things. And I don't mean this along the same line. There, there are there are films that have come out the last couple of years that have been huge that I've. Like, I, for example, I remember when Crazy Rich Asians came out and everyone else was telling him about this great movie and I watched it on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, okay. I remember when, I think it's Lady Bird, that comedy about sort of, about the coming of age comedy about the kid. Everyone went and said, this is brilliant. I can't, I can't, why haven't you seen it? Don't you know about movies? And I watched it later. This one, I, I don't see it. But you know something? Someone spent, and you're looking at the the budget is up on screen right now. Someone has underwritten a hundred million on this, and maybe, maybe it's because well, Greta Gerwig, she's got to be good. Oh, you got Margot Robbie, fabulous. Yeah, here's the extension on your credit. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Ryan Gosling. Oh, we can't miss with this. But there's a part of me that goes, but what's the market for this film? Is this a kids movie? No, is this an adult be, right? movie? Like they just had this old joke about beach with you can't. Right. I had that's, to like listen to myself on B A C H beach off. So I'm, like, I'm asking you now. You're a fan of the Anchorman movies, right? Yeah. I think of Anchorman and I think of Wedding Crashes, and I think of those movies that when a comedy comes out and goes big, like in terms of budget and numbers, it's films like that. Yeah. So if you're one of those guys, is this a movie where you go, oh yeah? I don't think so. I mean, like, I don't I, know. Like, it, like, it's not, like the whole the Anchorman is like a nonsensical movie, right? Like, it's all sure. Absurd, but what I'm saying right? is, like, I think, but but like old school was comedies. You know. What's old school? But even that wasn't a massive hit in the summer. What's no, the one? True. What's the famous one that was big for a couple of years with Bradley Cooper and uh, what's his name from The Office and Between Two Ferns? Oh, the Hangover movie. The Hangover movies. Yeah. Is that is is this what this is? Not I don't because know because this is like I don't know. it's a weird like it's like a Lego movie, you know, like it's they're and that not was real huge. Things, I went to the cinema, but to that see was that. a kids movie. That was right. a kids movie, and yeah. that was also a kids movie that was released not in the summer. Yeah, I don't. I I'm gonna have to have the courage of my convictions to say it's it's gonna be bad on both fronts. I mean, I but you know, listen. I put it this way: it's, I also won't be shocked if it turns out it. If it turns out that that's not true, like it does better, it probably means that this trailer was not an accurate rendition of what the movie was. And what I've heard, like you know, I haven't heard anything about the movie to suggest, oh, it's a interesting twist or a satire on something or other. It just looks like you're gonna have uh, people in fancy out. You so know. you dropping a double bump? I think so. So here's the thing: hundred million. No, I, I know. I know. I I want to do the same thing, but there is a part of me. Yeah, that's good. That, I know. There is a part of me <laughs> that like goes. If, if this was a betting thing, right, like you'd say the odds are clearly against it, but it also will not be at all surprising if you're really wrong. But the thing is you're just – you're either wrong 
or you're wrong. Like there's no like if this was a matter of degree, like if there was a spread on this, I'd be totally like stay away from this game because you just don't have any yes, idea where it's yes, going to go. Yes. But, but because it's just literally a is it good or bad, you got to go with the odds and it's more likely to be bad. You're going double bomb. Yeah. I want to go double bomb. But there's a part of me thinking Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are not going to be in a double bomb. This is I've, I struggled with this. I'm not going double bomb, and you know how I love to drop double bombs yeah, so. just to make it different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can't decide. A hundred million two. This is where playing the game becomes a thing. A hundred million is just low enough where you go. It's like yeah, Could clear it. Could hey, clear it. It's yeah. Like listen, if I was, I'm more, it's, I'm more certain about the critical bomb. It's, it's part three of it. and a half points. Yeah. Like you go, oh, yeah, I could, oh, yeah. It's it's a sucker's line, isn't it? A hundred mm-hmm. million, mm-hmm. A double bomb. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and I, a double bomb, and if I'm we, wrong, I'll go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, this well there one, you go. We'll, we'll be together in our like comeuppance. Yes. You know. Um. So that's that's Barbie. Yeah. I still can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Like, is that doing in the cinema? Well. It, it also, the, I figured. But again, I said the same thing about the Lego they, movie. They committed to doing, like Mattel committed to doing this and subs or whatever it is, so they could put it out there, and they just they couldn't turn back, right? Like you, you once you said you have a Barbie, say, we yeah. have to put this thing out, even if it sucks. The name Barbie. There's going to be a bunch of talk about Barbie. You know, there's a, there's a Hot Wheels TV series. Transformers is a toy. You mentioned the Lego movie. I remember when that thing. Was was on release. I sat here and I said in advance, "Yeah, it's moronic." And then I went and I'm like, "Wow!" And that thing was huge. Yeah. So you're right. There's a whole lot of people sitting around going, "Is there a market for this?" The gambling there is. Yeah. And I think there's even there's been a GI Joe movie. Yeah, yes, about ten, twelve years ago. Right. Oh well, that was. Um, what are you not talking about GI Jane with? Uh, no, I'm talking about GI Joe. I remember that. Oh yeah, there was. I know. Yeah. It, was, it was with um, I think Jessica Biel and somebody like they probably some weird and Chris Evans or someone like, like that. that. Yeah. Or John Cena or right, that well, type of person. Just talk about another gear change here. Yeah. This is a national emergency. Didn't need a charge. Christopher Nolan movie. We'll just tell everybody. Yeah. yeah, you might be able to tell from the music. We're in a race against the Nazis, but it actually isn't Hans Zimmer. I know what it means. Oh. Yeah. If the Nazis have a bomb, Cillian Murphy. Cillian. I always call him Cillian, but he's Cillian because he's Irish. That was Matt Damon. We've got one hope. All America's industrial might and scientific innovation connected here. Secret laboratory. Keep everyone there until it's done. Let's go recruit some scientists. Build a town, build it fast. We don't let scientists bring their families. Emily, we'll never Emily Blunt. Robert Downey Jr. also in it. Yeah, like Florence Pugh. I don't remember seeing him in any of these yeah. trailers. You did see Josh Why? Hartnett. Kenneth Branagh, Matthew Modine, Rami Malek is in it, Tony Goldwyn, James Darcy, Gary Oldman plays Harry S. Truman, Casey Affleck is in it, older actor called Tom Conti. Chances are near zero. Oh, yeah. Near zero. What do you want from theory alone? Zero would be nice. This is cinematographer is Hoyt Van Hoytema, who's worked with Nolan on a couple of movies, including Dunkirk and Interstellar. That's happening, isn't it? I don't know if there's anything else in the trailer. No, you can turn it down. Um, Oppenheimer, a Christopher Nolan film. Uh, big budget. About making the atomic bomb. No, actually, not a big budget. The budget's only $100 million, apparently. Um, some interesting trivia. Apparently, the actors did not know what role they were going to play until they signed on. Christopher Nolan is quite he's got his way of doing things, and of course, though, if someone says Christopher Nolan wants you to be in his movie, yeah, you're like, okay, 
Where do I stand? It's based on a book, and I'm going to check as we're sitting. American Prometheus. What, was that book a success? I imagine so, because generally don't make movies out of books that aren't success. Um, it looks, it looks relatively... Yeah, it's, I mean, this is a Pulitzer Prize for <laughs> winning book. Um, it looks a relatively gimmickless... And I say that right. not not to be critical. I mean, what I mean is, I think sometimes with Christopher Nolan, we, we get too drawn into, you know, he started with actually a movie called The Following, which Memento, which he, he then did Memento, which is all about time different mm-hmm. ways. And then there's Tenant, where time moves forward and time moves backwards. And yes. then there is obviously, that one hurts my head. Uh, uh, what's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, who's, I've just forgotten it. Inception, yeah. which is all about dreams, and Dunkirk. Yeah, but Dunkirk's gimmick. I mean, it was a historical thing, but the gimmick. But was it's the a way story. They did, yeah, with the time. This one know. does look relatively. Yeah. You know, there might be flashbacks, but it looks like, in, in a rarity for Christopher Nolan, he is telling. Well, it's just telling. The you know, the story. Dunkirk. While it's a historical story, it was a fictionalized thing inside of the story. You know, I'm sure it took inspiration from real life events. Yeah. But like, you know, the particular characters were. But I think characters. with this, based on a book, that he might be made yeah. play it far straighter. A, a, a super great cast. I mean, I, I hadn't thought about that part, but I, I imagine that half of the reviews <laughs> are going to start with the fact that. Christopher Nolan is doing a regular movie. Just doing a regular <laughs> historical yeah. movie. Yeah. And I think it's, I, it looks awesome. Look, at $100 million, it's it's a double up. I think it looks yeah. awesome. I will say this, though. I'm saying the same thing. I will say this, though. And here's some other interesting things. Nolan has been huge about sort of the business and the history of cinema. He's very big on IMAX. He's always sort of WhatsApping around Hollywood about filming on film and getting director buddies yeah. to show them first cuts of things. Cause look, this is what we can still do. He, I thought this was quite interesting. Um, he, he asked, he's working with universal on this one. Um, his demands included a production budget of a hundred million and an equal marketing budget, a theatrical window of a hundred days, meaning unlike tenant, which, he admitted, yes, because of COVID, it, it went to screens yeah, yeah, quicker. Yeah. Again, he's very old school. Yeah. And also well, he's, he's smart for a movie like this because what he's saying is like, this thing is not going to go huge in the first week. Well, he's but thing, people are well, going to well, talk about thing? it and they're going to go see it. And he also, and they signed off on it, Universal cannot release another new film for three a three-week period before and after the film's release. Mm-hmm. And that is interesting because traditionally summer has been about, you know, Every time you release a film in the summer, you'll go in there and you'll find all the trailers for movies that are coming out at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And if you start, if you go to cinema at Christmas, it's all full trailers or teaser trailers for the summer. So it's interesting that he has the power to all, I'm sure there's a junior Universal executive going, yeah, but if we bring out that thing, we've got to get the trailers in for the other <laughs> cartoon. For, right, but mm-hmm. he gets to say that because yeah. he's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, but I also think, to your point, $100 million is not a lot of money, but I think this is a slow burn. Yeah. Because on the face of it, the film it's, about it's Oppenheimer... Like, it's totally, first of all, it's, it's a movie that it's the most everybody adult. goes to is going to be 35 and older. Right. It's the, and, uh, and so yes. they don't go running off to the theater in a weekend. They're just like, right. oh, man, did you see that? You should go see that, yeah. you know, kind of thing. This is the one adult film of I the I was checking Dunkirk just for budget and, and things, you know, just thinking financials. Uh, Dunkirk's budget was somewhere between 100 and $150 million and made 188 in the United States, but 337 more around the world. And that's the other one. This one will have a big global box office to it. So, um, uh, you know, financially... Dunkirk is pretty amazing. Because I don't think, I don't think, I thought Tenet was a bit of a bomb. Probably. I mean, probably because it never got. Oh, so yeah, because it was during, it was during the pandemic and all those things affected it. I, I mean, I'm excited to see it, but I think it is one of those, you're right. It's the one adult film of the summer. Yeah. And here's what's interesting though. It's released the same weekend as Barbie. And in a strange way, and, and here's my thing now. I'm not. I'm not using Oppenheimer to discuss Barbie. We've already discussed it. I'm still not sure who that film is aimed at. Yeah. But if that's supposed to be, hey, adults, this is some sort of funny in comedy. Yeah. Well, people our age, we're making no. a value judgment. Yeah, you're going to go to Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'm not going. Okay, if you twenty come, times out of twenty. Right. So I don't know. Interesting. I, I think it's a double up. 
Yeah, he doesn't make so. I mean, he doesn't make a bad movie. Yeah, I, like I, it's, it's like you said, it's the only adult movie. And like I said, he's, if he's got a hundred days in the theaters, it'll it'll. Do and it's job. interesting. It does feel like one of those things when you say Christopher Nolan's doing Oppenheimer. Yeah, you suddenly go, no one else could do it. Do you know what I mean? Like even if well, Steven Spielberg was attacked. No, no, it's, this is a Christopher Nolan yeah. movie because it's all those things that yes, um, double up. All right. Next trailer, and this is one we had this problem last year where you provided some trailer that was fake. Um, it's, this is it's not going to be a very informative trailer, I don't think, because it's just a lot of noise. But just a, a lot of noise. Um, and I like because I looked at the trailer you had put in originally, and it said like fan made or something. Yeah, like that. I know. Like, I got a bit. This thing? But it's weird because it's a real. It's an, at first, I thought maybe this isn't even a real movie, and <laughs> we mistakenly put it on the list. So, at this point, it's a bunch of dinosaurs. We got a Tyrannosaurus Rex who's running to the edge of the ocean and has caught some relatively big dinosaur. Then, a huge shark comes huge and eats shark. like the Tyrannosaurus eats, basically yeah. whole. Jonas, we need your help. We've taken increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. This was a bad idea. Just a little bit. So this is Meg Chu. Meg Chu. About the big old shark. I don't even... Megadon. That's actually the technical name for a really massive dinosaur-sized shark. I never saw the first one. Nor did I. And so I don't really know the premise other than it's a big shark. I do know the first one. No, I saw, I've, I, we watched the trailer for the first one. I remember catching it, bits of it on TV. One of those where I watched 20 minutes one night yeah, and then 20 minutes later. It's Jason Statham. They're kind of throwaway. At times, they're actually very, very funny in that they know what they are. Um uh, Jason Statham in this one. Also, uh, the New Zealand actor Cliff Curtis, who you've seen around, is in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is directed by an English guy called Ben Wheatley, who, in terms of the summer movie preview, he directed, remember that, um, what's his name? Gosh, I can see his face. Loki? Who's the who's oh, that? Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Remember the movie High Rise? Mm-hmm. Ben Wheatley wrote and directed High Rise about eight, nine years ago. Not sure which if that was, was a, good either, but... I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. Was, I watched it was that weird, later. It was weird, and I kind yeah. of enjoyed it. A little bit slow at times. Uh, there's no... There's no... Um, there's no budget anywhere for this. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> um, but the fact that they're making Meg 2 means that Meg 1 made money. Made enough, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to give my prediction now. Uh, financial hit... Critical down. Oh, yeah. Critical down. I think it's pretty I mean, we're easy. both going to be the same here, aren't we? I mean, it is. I, it's yeah, pretty, it's going to be. People go see it. What the heck? You know, I don't know. It's, but. I, yeah, I know. I, you know, I. I mean, it is really just. I mean, isn't it just like, uh, you know, updated versions of. Uh, what was that? Piranha. Not Piranha. Uh, Piranha. Yeah. And there's a crocodile one, too, with uh, Carrie Wooer from uh, MTV or something like that. No, wasn't there a crocodile one with J-Lo? Lake Placid. No, there's Lake Placid. Sorry. There was Lake Placid. But then there's the crocodile. Anaconda or something. Anaconda's with J-Lo and Ice Cube. Yeah. Or no, Ice T. No, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. So here's the difference. Here's the thing in it. I remember watching Lake Placid with, I think, Bill Pullman, Bridget Fonda, a couple of other people. And I remember Alfred Molina was in it, and I remember watching it. I watched it later when it was well, on that cable. That was kind of a joke, right? Like they knew, like they, they. No, but it was no. It was it was. It had its tongue and its cheek. Yeah, yeah. Cheek, but it, it it played the serious moment seriously, and then it was quite funny. It was the first time when I'd gone and I'd gone. No, it means to be funny without being a comedy. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Like I can't tell for this. Like. Jason Statham, I mean, he's got a humor, but it's not that kind of humor. Like, it's, I don't know. He was in that Melissa McCarthy movie, Spy, where he was the straight man. I mean, he, he can do comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of these. I do think these films, 
and and I think we said in the last episode that this is a summer full of horror, and I don't count this as horror, but clearly this is not Jaws. No. This is, it's supposed to be kind of goofy. Yeah. But I still feel that the serious moments are not going, they're going to be played straight, so you're going to get your thrills. Right. Like the bits that are exciting are going to be exciting, not like, oh, isn't that stupid? I, I don't know. I think it makes money. I think it gets hammered critically. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 here's, the, here's the question. Will there be a Meg 3? Sure. Why not? I say yes. I noticed, by no, the way. So he I got, hadn't watched the whole trailer through, but it turns out later on there are more Megs. Okay. And then like it looks like, like this is what I figured when they said, oh, this is pre, prehistoric. Is somehow like a bunch of animals from the prehistoric I'm, stuff I'm, come up. So I'm oh, trying to find. I'm trying to find it's something. It's basically to, Jurassic Park. Well, I'm trying to find something to separate this us on this one. So you say there'll be a Meg 3. Yeah. Will it have Jason Statham in it? Uh, what else is he going to be doing? So I'm going to go, there will be a Meg 3. Jason Statham will not be in Meg 3. So write <laughs> that down. That's long term. So in about three years, three. we're going to be able to have that. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a neck. I'm going to pick up a bonus point in like 2026 yeah, right. when Meg 3 comes out. And I'm going to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Statham will not be in Meg 3. All right. Going out on a limb. <laughs> I don't have anything else about to say about that. All right, we're, oh, we're actually dude. in August at this point. Jason Statham, um, only five foot six. We are taller than him. Oh. But he always looks tall in his movies. He's certainly bigger. Yeah. Uh, next one, another one based on a true story, right? Maybe you know about this. The story, the true story part. Another ad. Fios. I thought it's, I it's It's a nightmare, isn't it? Oh, you know Here what? you go. Hit the volume. You missed it on the track. You could die. Who do you think the best driver is? Probably boring. I would dust him in a lap. Yeah, all you do is play video games with some crazy dreams of racing cars. Dad, you're the one that told us to always do something we love. You know what racing cars cost? Look around. It's not our world, son. Who's that actor, by the way? Dad. Who is this? It's a contest. As soon as I see his name, I'll know. So, Orlando Bloom is the biggest name in this. I haven't seen him for a while. Also, Ginger Spice is in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But the kid is... Um, it's Dijon Honsu. He's the dad. Yeah, he was in... Um, I think he came... Oh, David Harbour from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Honsu was in Armistad. That was his first big break working for Spielberg. So the kid in it is, uh, you wouldn't know, but he's on this Apple TV show, uh, TV series called um, C with Jason Momoa. Okay. And uh, it's, it's like in a future world where nobody can see. Oh, and he was in Midsummer. Oh, yeah, Midsummer. Yeah. So the premise of this is that the kid is a plays Gran Turismo, which is a known label in video games. Very big video on game. His, uh, on his computer, and then somebody gets the bright idea to recruit all the video game players to right. potentially become real drivers. It's and just how the real drivers, apparently, they do a well, lot. Well, they do of, practice, they but, do they, practice but this is based on a yeah. true story. I looked it up, and it's a, the, I think it's a British kid who's now, he's actually driving in like a like F2 Formula circuit Ford or something in like that. Japan yeah. or something like that. So he's come a certain way, but but I do know like on the practicing part, that's they do quite a bit in the simulators. You know, it's not the same as just playing on a playing video game, but I, you know, probably fun. I mean, I can't imagine. Is there a budget on this thing? Yeah, that's the trouble. I, okay, so I, I want to make a grand statement about about race driving movies and apparently brad pitt is currently either starring in or his production company is doing a formula one formula one sort of big blockbuster movie to be released about formula one and has been given open access by formula one this so that it's estimated 100 right, million so that so that it it seems as realistic as possible um, it is directs it right. Is the is the bomb camp? You know from yeah uh, from District Nine and um, Chappie and uh, yeah and Elysium. Whew. This is a hard one to predict. So anyway, let me finish my point. The, 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 motor racing movies. I'm gonna sit here and offer that the best ones are good because the story around them is ultra compelling. 
I Ford Ford versus Ferrari is a great movie because it's old William movie about friendship. Uh, Rush with oh one of, what are, who are the three Australian brothers? One of them was in S World. Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, because that is that was the Ron Howard film about Nicky Lauder and James Hunt. So mm-hmm. it's kind of slightly and the bi- Nazi bi- from Inglorious Bastards. Yes, that's that. right. No, it wasn't. It was a different Nazi though. It wasn't. Um, it was the one who uh, was like the big star in the movie in the Inglorious Bastards. No, it wasn't him. Sure was. It wasn't him. Look it up. Look it up while I talk about race and movies. There's a lot of Googling here. I mean, like the Sylvester Stallone one about the Indy cars was stupid. Uh, Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise is stupid. I forgot what and, uh, It's called Rush. Oh. And you can go all the way back to, to the 60s. John Frankenheimer made a movie called Grand Prix with James Rockford as a Formula One driver. Not James Rockford. James Garner, who's Jim Rockford on TV. And you're going, that dude is far too big to fit into a little Formula One car. I right there. Daniel Brühl, but not the other guy. There's the other guy who's the Nazi in Inglorious Bastards. What do you mean talking about? Uh, What's the his older name? guy? Yeah, like yeah. The... I've forgotten his name now. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Waltz. Yeah, yeah. White's he's the side. yeah. He's the baddie. Yeah, but These so other guys guy. are like yeah, but they're second division baddies. When I'm leaving Inglorious Bastards, which is not a film I like a lot anyway, Sorry, I'm not, not going, not, oh, the other the dude Nazi, was great. Yeah. A Nazi. He's one of the Nazis. <laughs> I, race car movies are really hard to pull off. On the other hand, a heist movie like Baby Driver has amazing race car scenes on it. Mm-hmm. But if you're making your film about, I don't know. I'm not sure the movie is about the racing, right? That's the thing. Is um, It's about a dude who's been recruited to race yeah, because the whole he's thing good is at the like video games. Yeah, but he's like, it's it's a fish out of water story about like, you know, he's a not well off minority and he's brought into this world of the rich people and all yeah, their cars well, and all well, that Well, we've stuff. never seen those versions before. I'm just saying that, but that doesn't make it a race car movie. That's, I mean, just that's what they're doing when they get out on the track, but you know. What what are you doing here? And what is a Talladega Nights count as a race car movie? Yeah, but it's a comedy, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not expecting like high stakes Days of Thunder. Scenes. That movie's stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it did very well. Some people really like well, it. I didn't, I don't yeah, but it didn't do that well. Didn't make half what Top, Top Gun made. The original Top Gun. Well, sure, no, but I mean, that's still... In fact, I think it only made a little bit more than the cocktail movie, where he's a young bartender mm-hmm. out of a fish out of water. Um, I'm going to go double bomb. Okay. I, 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 definitely critical bomb. There's a part of me, without knowing the budget, there's a part of me who thinks gamers might go and see this. But I can't think of how many other video... There's a whole load of video game franchises that haven't done very well. Yeah, my main concern is Michael that Michael Fassbender the guy, did that video game franchise. That didn't do very well. The, the double bomb. The, comes the double bomb. The kid, at least in the one thing I've seen... You're now looking at the scene. Rush movie. Well, I know. I'm trying to get back to... Uh, yeah, you've got to hit back the back arrow. Hit the back arrow on your... Gran Turismo. The Gran Turismo. There you go. So the actor in the, in the C movie is... Not Archie Medical. I don't think he's very good. Um, but I may just have only seen him in a double bump. I'm gonna say double bump. I, t- I, I can sense that you're gonna go slightly different. Aren't I'm you? gonna go double up. Wow, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So now this movie could ultimately be it's one of this is a separate a four, this is a two pointer. actually a four pointer. Well, oh, it's in, and, or, is, in, yeah. yeah, or in Premier League terms, this is a six pointer. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's big. Yeah, that's just Gran Turismo. I, I think we're. I mean, maybe I'm just getting fatigued. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next here? Two more. We got two more to go. All right, this one. Oh, actually, this is. Uh, you know what I think about it? Well, and this one is one I knew nothing, knew nothing about this character. You finished scraping the gum off that lounger, or what? Ah. Uh. I think he likes me. Get it off! 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 
Re-entry systems ready. Wait, 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 wait. This ain't what you This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. Alright, so this is Blue Beetle. It's a DC Comics thing. It is? Yeah. I mean, it is. I didn't... Oh, like, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, I think at the end of this, they actually, for some reason, they show a couple of the, ma- the uh, comic book magazines. Do you know anything about... The, the, and, and, and I say that because, again, look, I only have a passing interest in... in my, my comic book knowledge goes as deep as Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, and a couple of others. Is, is Blue Beetle a relatively modern... DC creation, or is it like some old school no, from the '60s? Now, sort of finally old, coming to the surface. I don't know. You know. I know the Flash has been around for a while. Green Lantern is very old school. I'm just throwing out sort of comic book characters. You know, Fantastic Four. I'm sorry, X Men. These are all old school. Old school. Um, old school Marvel and DC characters. I just don't know. When Blue Beetle first sort of came out, since 1939. Oh wow! So, so yeah, he's he's. he's it's you know what the interesting? I did remember reading about this. It wasn't originally a DC thing, and then DC acquired it somewhere okay. along the line. But he first appeared in Mystery Men comics, which I think, yeah, wow. So, um, very much apparently some trivia on this film. For the longest time when it was in sort of pre-production and production, it was supposed to be a straight to HBO Max. And then last year they decided, nope, we're going to stick it in the theater. Um, it's, and, and I asked because obviously originally Blue Beetle, you know, if you're a comic book character from the 30s, well, you were probably a white guy. This is very much a Latino sort of based around it's an, the dude is a young Latino guy. George Lopez is in it. Um, the director is a, a Puerto Rican. Clearly, that's sort of the thing. Yeah. And as the director says, this is all about family, which is a fair thing to say with mm-hmm. superheroes because less and less are superheroes actually about villains. It's all about who they are. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of the, the angle for this modern incarnation of Blue Beetle, which I'm assuming is different from the Blue Beetle of the comics in the 1930s. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know anything about the character. Um, I, I will say this, and I put aside everything I've just said. I'm not making any statement on that. We are at the stage with, the, with these extended universes where we're now mining hard for new characters. Yeah. I, you know... We've just had to look up. You know, you're an American male of indeterminate middle age. You had never heard of this. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, I've, I've never been things. a big... Like, I actually know more about comic books from reading about the comic books than okay. actual reading of comic books. Um, and yet Judge Dredd has never made it as a movie franchise. That so makes me angry. <laughs> it, so makes me angry. I like the angry. second one. The second bit. one was great. Yeah. Oh, you just mean it didn't make it in life. It didn't get traction. They just, a, just a they've never got traction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second one with Carl Urban as Judge yeah, yeah. Dredd. Fabulous. Yeah. Are they coming to kill us? I don't know. You're the psychic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, Blue Beetle. Um, I, Who knows? I mean, I don't, does it make, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. This is one of those where you just throw it at me and I've got no idea. I mean, it's, it's, it's a smaller movie, clearly, than The Flash, which is earlier in the year with the DC stuff, you know, and I, it, you know, to me, it may be, it may be lands in that um, Ant-Man level. Okay. Like a little funnier, although it wasn't as funny as the Ant-Man. There's, there's sort of a slapsticky humor to it, at least from what we could tell from the trailer. Um, but it is, it They're is making every like, attempt to market hard to the Latino community. Yeah. I mean, so that's, I, you know, look, I don't know enough guy. about. And I'm not saying that's the right different or wrong. movie going habits of uh, different ethnic communities. So I don't know if this is, that's a, it would make sense. There's certainly the numbers there. But, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, I think any. What ed- happened? What was the, was it Black Adam? Was that DC that just came out? Wasn't that. Uh, I, I don't want to get sidetracked down like a serious road. I think just because a just because a community is ethnic doesn't mean it doesn't evaluate good cinema. So Black Adam, which was you know uh, another I can't can't tell if it's DC, but that was Dwayne Johnson, and that lost money, um, and it's a DC one. And I just I DC have struggled. They've always run second to Marvel, and and they have rightly or wrongly looked to emulate the Marvel model. They've 
gone a slightly different way. They've had multiple people and multiple characters and tried to throw people into movies together and not. And and for every DC mega hit, there are two or three that don't do well. I I've never heard of Blue Beetle. I think it's I I think it's critically well reviewed. I think financially it bombs. Yeah, that's probably right. I don't think it is a character, Latino, black, Asian, white. Well, it's not a character. For, like again, for what we're, it's now, worth. we're now in the fifth drawer of, hey, what characters have we not done a film yeah, about? Well, for what it's worth, like looking at that history very quickly and live, it looks like they first made it into a Latino character in 2006. And so, like, before that, it wasn't anything else. So, like, it's not, like, there were there are some comic book characters that go back as being an ethnic. Like, right. I think the Black Adam one, I think, was further back than that. Uh, so, like, you could not count on the idea that the community would say, oh, you know, that I always loved that because it looked like me, you know, kind yeah, of that's, thing. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I just like, oh, one, yeah, but, you know. Then again, who knows? Who, I, I'm who gonna, knows? I, I, I don't think the critics are going to hammer it. I think I think the critics will say, yeah, okay, here you go. Is another comic book movie? If here's your thing, I don't think it makes any. I don't think it makes its budget back because you know something. It's just another comic book movie. Yeah, I'll say the same thing. I will yeah. say like put aside all the 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 premise of it. Like so, it's it seems very similar to the Spider Man thing. Like oh, something turns him like involuntarily into a superhero, but it. It doesn't really ha- like it's a, this alien robot thing, and so it's like I couldn't really tell at the end of the day if it's going to be if he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy because it was like, well, if somebody took over your body, like what's going to be, you know? Whether it be literature, whether it be comic books, rightly or wrongly, there is a tier system in place, and some characters are top tier and some characters are not. Like I, you, you've always extolled to me the virtues of Ant Man, but I think that's because you like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Rather than, you know, this is a great character that finally they've this, no, 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 this no. character's got his due. Do you know what I mean? So the other one that was good that just made me think of and it's a it's a um Marvel is Venom. The Tom Hardy. Yeah. Where like that that's pretty entertaining. If it was like that, because this was very much like he was taken over. So if they could do but it doesn't really look like that. Um but it, that was that was pretty unique. Yeah. So anyway, that is uh, Blue Beetle. One left. One more. One left for the summer. Yeah. This one has bad language, so we save it. Yeah. I love butterflies, but more than anything, I love Doug. Hey! Shut the fuck up! There's your bad language. There's a lot of bad language. So so this is Will Ferrell voicing over a dog. Yeah. We're playing this game called Fetch and Fuck. Fetch! He drops me off. Actually, it's not Will Ferrell. Is it Will Ferrell or is that Will Ferrell's in this. Jamie Foxx is in this. When I bring the ball back, he says, fuck. That's how I know I won the game. It sounds a little like Ryan Reynolds. I think it's Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Hey, honey, you ever been with an Afghan before? I don't think so. Well, thank you. Take it from me, kid. He left your ass. Oh, that can't be right. You are officially a straight. That would mean Doug doesn't love me. No, it's Will Ferrell there. I should probably talk to him. I am a therapy dog. You can learn how beautiful it can be when you're off the leash. This beer is making me dizzy. It's about to get real dizzy up in this bitch. I'm having a great time. This motherfucker right here. I don't just this huh? funny. Oh, no. No. Bitch ass friend with the motherfucking home perm and shit. What did you just say? Hey, you I would hate for this to get violent. It's Jamie Foxx is Jamie the other voice, and I don't know what's going on with him these days. I'm going back to Doug's. What? The fuck, man. He needs to pay for what he did with the only thing he truly loves. I'm gonna bite his dick off. Hey, and there we go. <laughs> um, Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx. Over Fox. the course of this uh, thing, not only do they get drunk, but then they eat mushrooms later on. Yes, so they, yes they I've tr- seen tripping that. Dogs, so. Will Forte playing the human, Isla Fisher, Randall Park, Josh Gad, Harvey Gillen from um, something uh, All You Can Eat in the Shadows, uh, Jamie oh Dimitru, yeah. Sof- Sophia Vergara is in it. Strays, so it's so, like they mentioned is it, is it, people it, from Ted and people from Twenty One Jump Street. I'm not sure yeah, what, what roles people are in there. I mean, I, I know you were a Ted fan. Yeah, I, I didn't really love. That. I'm, I didn't I'm like Twenty One. I'm, I'm a Ted. I'm a Ted. I woke up. No, I'm a first Ted fan, and I'm a Twenty One Jump Street fan, but not a Twenty Two Jump Street fan. Okay. Um, it's live action, but obviously you can't get dogs to talk. So I'm presuming yeah, it's a, a mix of something. computerized stuff. Um, it's obviously from the language. A, a raunchy summer comedy. Um, 
There's a lot of puzzlers this summer. <sighs> this this is a difficult one. I look at it. I'm a dog owner. I love watching dog videos on YouTube. Yeah. I cannot decide. And again, I, I've said this about cartoon movies. I find Up a very... I don't watch Up because it depresses me. Yet all the stuff with the dogs is hilarious. The, the one with the cone of shame and the squirrel. Mm. So I'm a big dog guy. I cannot decide with this whether this is my thing or not. It's got it's got some good it's got some, you know, good creative chops. I can't imagine the number is that big. I'm gonna say it's a financial hit. I'm gonna say it's a critical bomb. Yeah, I'm good. It's, I, it's, I, probably, it's gotta be a critical bomb. People are gonna put the boot in, bad language, crude, whatever, but and we've we've had we have this discussion every summer. I think we had it in the last episode about the John Ham comedy. Comedies is this funny old thing in the summer. Yeah. And the cleverer they are, the less money they make. The raunchier they are, the better they tend to do. I I don't have a doubt this thing's going to make money. It's in August too, where there's a lot of throwaway stuff. Yeah. Look at the stuff we've just been talking about. Superheroes we've never heard of. The Meg Two. You know, Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible are now a couple of weeks in the rearview mirror. You know, you either saw Barbie or you bailed. I think it makes money. I, I think the criticals have a, to take a shot at it. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it probably, yeah, and I'm wondering if it'll be like a party movie. Like, that's like, you know, people will just go. Uh, you know, maybe have a couple pops before you go well, you there, know, it's or it's you know, fun. the newly legalized substances available. So, so I'm going to throw in. I'm going to throw in another one of these long-term. We won't cash it in for years. Predictions. <laughs> this is the kind of movie that once it hits some sort of cable, it lives. It will continue to have this second life following of people who go. And people who will watch it when it's bleeped out on FX. And that occurred to, to me, point. but I'm not sure. Like, I'm just, you know, the hook here of the dogs, like, you may see it once and be like, well, I don't need to see that again. You know, or is like, it like, who is it who did um, Ted? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Or is it like Seth MacFarlane where it's hit or miss? Yeah. Seth MacFarlane is either genius or mm-hmm. you're going, oh, that's really stupid. That's when he's singing. Yeah. I, I, can't I mean, I, I, I think I, I'm with you on the critical down financial up, but it's like it's it's a little weird of an animal here. But uh, we'll t- <laughs> get it, animal. Um, that takes us through some. But I, you know, last time we mentioned anything couple, else, we missed just a shout out in to our people. Let's take a look here. We've got, and then we're going to finish with what we're looking forward to, and then we're going to finish with our big predictions. Uh, there was a joy ride, but I don't, this is with uh, somebody from. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which I still haven't seen. Oh, very Should good. I watch it? Is it good? Yeah. yeah. They clone Tyrone. I, I'm going to guess that's a... Oh, it's actually debuting on Netflix. Why don't okay. the regular thing, sci-fi? It is confusing at the moment. Haunted it? Mansion? It's a Disney... Oh, it's haunted. It's like a Disney thing about Haunted Mansion. Owen Wilson, like Danny DeVito, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto. I mean, it's got some people in it. Talk to Me, which is a horror hit with like... Some Australian horror. Kind of a lot thing. of horror this summer, and I'm not a horror Got a guy. Teenage Mutant Ninjas Turtles movie coming. Really? Oh boy. This I almost looked at this with the last voyage of the Demeter. It's like apparently like a ship with a vampire on it. But yeah, I, it's but like Dracula. The fact, and the fact that the name was like it had lots of characters that I didn't recognize. Yeah, Icelandic. I was like, okay, I can't yeah. Back. back on the strip. That, I mean, that person looks like Eddie Murphy, but it's not a man. It's Murphy, not Eddie apparently. Murphy. <laughs> it's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Uh, Making strains, a comeback. Blue Beetle, White Bird, which is a Wonder Story trailer. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Lift. I don't know what these movies are. getting into the late Yeah, and then that's also a Netflix, and so you don't know if it's actually going to be on thingy yeah. or not. Okay, so um, let's play the game. Yeah. Um, the, what is it? What do we think the biggest hit will be? Yeah, biggest money, right? That's, yeah, that's we the got. Only thing we do. I thought we had a second category. We usually have like backups on this stuff, right? We do. I think we normally pick. We know we pick one and two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you mine. Maybe this will give you a hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I think Mission Impossible is the biggest movie of the summer. I think it's huge. I think it's going to blow everything out of the water. 
Then I'm going to go with as my number two. Well, I've lost it here. Did I say, did I, what did I say for, uh... You said Oppenheimer would, or Meg 2, were you talking about? I, 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 because I know you're going to say it and I don't believe in it. So I'm going to say Oppenheimer is number two, although I don't really believe that. I actually think in real life... The number two movie may well be one of these things we've not reviewed. I think it is about time for some horror to sneak in there. Oh, well, but I, the ones that are, that doesn't I, I don't. Like, it's got to be number two of ours, right? I mean, it's not Okay, like fair enough. Movie. No, but I mean, in real life, I actually think number two will be something else. But I'm going to say out of ours, I, I think it's Mission Impossible 1 and Oppenheimer 2. It's hilarious because the two ones I'm most prone to pick are ones that you should be. You said would be financial bombs, so Indiana Jones and well, you don't have to pick what I think is going to make money. I know, but I just it's kind of funny that the, the two of them you don't even think they're going to make good money. You back. like Transformers? Yeah. Do you think that's a franchise that has legs in it? Because I, I that was my reason I made it a financial down anyway. I think that's a franchise. That, that's kind of coming to the end. I don't know what the latest Fast and Furious movie, I don't know how that's doing at the box office. I, I, I think there is a general... Is there anything you're personally looking forward to? Indiana Jones. Really? Yeah. That's look, interesting look, to me. It looks good. Do you think so? Yeah. See, I think it looks like computer-generated, oh, and, and I hate de-aging and the whole thing. Oppenheimer. I mean, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. Probably. Mission Impossible, I'll go and see... But also, it's it's one of those things. You know me historically. When I when I know that franchises are coming to the end, Didn't like I it? tend to circle back into them because okay. I want to see how it I finishes. I never really got into the Mission Impossible thing, so it's not. I you know I watched the first one, didn't watch the next three. Then I think I went to not Rogue Nation, but there was one after that, and I was really entertained. The stunts were great. It was funny. Then there was the other. Then there was another one. I'm like, ah. But then I'm looking at this one, and it's got like a seems less throwaway and kind of angsty. And I'm in this sort of second phase of Tom Cruise, where I'm like, oh, I should appreciate him more. Here's, here's my off, unrelated, no points uh, prediction: is okay. that, that Marvels, which comes out in like October, or November. Can you talk like about that? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Again, if this is a comic book thing, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's. Uh There's Marvel's trailer, but who are Marvel's? Well, well it's, it's um, is it all of them? Brie Larson as um, Captain Marvel, who in a like, Nissan adverts, yeah. I don't know, looks kind of computer generated. She doesn't look <laughs> like herself. She has a very like active Instagram. It just seems to be an unusual character. But this is uh, I'm just turning on the teaser trailer. <laughs> Captain Rambo. It's a galactic, but I knew that was Beastie Boys. So this woman, well, there's, I mean, somebody's got a bunch of posters for Bobby Larson as, as. What the? But the uh, woman with the curly hair was in the um, series. Um, We're looking for Kamala. What was so what was the series? It was the one where um, with Nick Fury, Agents of Shield. No, was, I don't. Again, I can totally show you. It was uh, it was the one that was like like an old TV show. They started off where it was like they were trapped in this thing, and it was like it was like they were in a sitcom, and then they gradually figured out what was going on and escaped it. Oh, okay. So I think the Marvels actually I think about like our young kid hero things. So it's an all-female superhero. Oh, no, 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 we're not a team. I don't know if it was originally. The Marvels. Yeah. Okay. So my prediction, oh, not till November, but my prediction is it beats all these things. Oops. Oh, so the Marvels is the biggest film of the year. Yeah. Ooh, that's actually a big prediction. Well, it beats all the ones on our list. I'm I'm leaving out things like uh, the uh, the 
mermaid type stuff. All the things that we don't. Remember. Everything from the everything that we've reviewed, you're saying will all be beaten by Marvels, mm-hmm. even Mission Impossible. Even you're getting behind Indiana Jones. Yeah. Even Oppenheimer. That is a big, that is a that's a big prediction that will have to come in later. Mm-hmm. We have a whole load of come in later's uh, for this. Yeah. So there you go, Marvels. Did, could, could maybe. Do you think? Do you think that the comic book thing is at the bottom of its cycle? Does it need to go away for a while like Star Wars and come back? Uh, is this marketplace now flooded to the extent? And is it now completely skewing what studios are releasing and what we're being served up at the cinema? Well, it's definitely skewing everything. That's everybody's been talking about. Like, I mean, it owns... Because if we added a rule, we don't do we do not do animated, we don't do kids' movies. If right. we then said we're not going to do... <laughs> then your movies, there'd not be a lot left. No. Uh, I, You know, should it slow itself down? Probably, you know, for aim focus on a little more quality instead of quantity. Is it gonna? No chance. Like they're like as I mentioned, like the uh, now that Marvel, you know, Marvels are all tied into HBO Max or now it's Max. Right. Okay. Right? Fair enough. You know, they're yeah. That's what I mean. There's a series that's coming no, out. They've had multiple. Okay. This is just like what Disney's doing with. Star Wars and with their Marvel stuff is they're just rolling out 80 million properties. Time for men of indeterminate middle age to decide where they stand. Yeah. All right. So, again, we've done two episodes. If you're listening out of order, go back and listen to June. The playlist is can be found on YouTube. It's embedded in the block. Yeah, and you can look at these later, even when yeah. after the movies come out, because you probably didn't go to see them, and uh, yes. you just have to decide yeah. what yeah. to watch on cable yeah, or on, uh, right. streaming. When it comes to streaming, yeah. uh, this has been the Atlantic Voice Podcast. I'm Zef, and I'm Eric. Take care. You've just enjoyed Eric and Zeph on the Atlantic Voice podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Atlantic underscore voice. You can find the show at Libsyn.com, iTunes, and of course at AtlanticVoice.net. Email us at AtlanticVoice at gmail.com. And now on YouTube, search for the Atlantic Voice. The Atlantic Voice, 3,000 miles of opinion.